This is Tom Fox. Welcome to the newest edition in the Compliance Podcast Network, my latest podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus. As the voice of compliance, I wanted to start a podcast which will help bring both clarity and sanity to the field of compliance, the compliance practitioner, and indeed the compliance profession during this worldwide health and healthcare crisis. Taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events, to the role of the board of directors, to crisis management, to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. In today's episode, I visit with Ariel Weindling and Andy Hinton. Ariel is the founder of backslash or hashtag not me, and Andy is strategic advisor to the firm. They talk about the increased need for employee reporting during the time of coronavirus. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Ariel Winding and Andy Hinton. And, uh, They are both uh, associated with a new compliance resource called Hashtag Not Me. Um, So, gentlemen, I was wondering if uh, you might might both introduce yourselves and tell tell us uh, what led you to, in your case, Ariel, founding Hashtag Not Me, and in your case, Andy, uh, becoming uh, an advisor to the company. Sure. Sure. Thank you, Tom, for for hosting us today. Um, as you can hear, I'm from France, but I've been practicing law in the U.S. for the past 15 years. Uh, I was an employment lawyer, and when the Me Too movement started back in the end of 2017, I realized that the way companies were ending misconduct was very inefficient and was not benefiting anyone, not the companies, not the employees, but was only benefiting the employment lawyers, whether they were on the defense side or on the plaintiff side. So I decided to to put my uh, my expertise, my talent, if any, to try to find a solution. Uh, so my daughter, when she reaches out the workplace one day, was not going to be the victim of misconduct. Um, that's what led me to to be uh, the founder of uh, Hashtag Not Me. And I, um, uh, thanks, Tom. I, I um, have a compliance background. I've led compliance uh, at Google and 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 at, at GE for wow, um, almost almost twenty years. Um, I, um, recently, uh, left Google at the end of March, um, and joined, uh, not me as an advisor, again, to, to essentially to continue the mission of trying to figure out a way to create and optimize a culture that supports, um, issue reporting and more generally leverages, uh, the employee population to do a better job around risk management, risk detection, risk monitoring, risk response. Gentlemen, we're recording this podcast in uh, mid to late September, and I wanted to ask both of you all, why is reporting perhaps even more critical now than six or even nine months ago? We are in the midst of a pandemic. Um, we have a huge movement for racial equality happening throughout the country and even throughout the world, actually. Um, people are, um, are very disturbed by what has been happening for the past six months, and it's very critical for any leader, any people in compliance, in HR, to really listen to their employees. So reporting really is the key, because if you don't know what's happening in your companies, and as of today, I am convinced that most companies have no clue 
of what is happening in their companies. They believe they do because there are tools out there, but those tools have been developed for the enterprise, for the company. They are not tools that people, employees like to use. So um, it is extremely critical for uh, companies to have listening tools in place that can really collect and gather the data and information that they need and to let their employees speak up safely. That's why it's more important today than six, seven months ago. It was always important, but today it's critical. And the, I mean, the, the, the idea of, of the, the, the lack of a formal workplace um, and just the, the many, many changes, the way, the way work gets done in the, in, the, in the wake of the pandemic means that concerns, issues, misconduct is going to happen in new um, and, and, and until now never seen before ways. And so you need a product out there. You need a platform out there that's fluid, that's, that's, that's a facile, and that is, is, is intuitive for, for employees to use so they can, they can raise concerns that they, that, that, that they either experience or witness um, in, a, in a super easy way. And hashtag not me does exactly that. Also, the, the fact that, that as hard as organizations try to limit this, the real world sort of manifests in your workplace. Racism, discrimination, um, um, harassment um, um, are all things that, 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 that you have to deal with, not just in society, but, on, but in, a, in, in your workforce, in your workplace. And that, again, uh, uh, requires a mechanism by which employees can confidently report the, the the potential concerns that they have um, um, in a in a secure way. This podcast has been going on since mid March, and I used to ask people a question along the lines of the following: Where do you think we'll be in Q three or Q four? And I've found that that is probably, unfortunately, a, a little bit short side of a timeline. So I was wondering if you guys might look out a year, or perhaps even uh, eighteen months, and uh, do you see the the same situations we see now, or do you see it really? actually kind of exponentially speeding up because of many of the factors you've articulated. So I just have to say, uh, my wife and I were talking about this yesterday and um, um, how we had an event scheduled for July and, you know, March, April, we're like, wow, maybe we shouldn't cancel because this one might be fine by July. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Um, no, I, 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 and Ariel, Ariel can speak to this much, with much more authority than I, than I can, but I think that the, many of the changes that we see now are, are, are going to stay. I think, I think in, in the, in the urgency and, and, and the, the, the scarcity that, that the pandemic has created, people have, have become more innovative. They've adopted new technologies. Um, the, the work, I think the workplace is permanently disrupted. Um, and so the, 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 the connectivity you get from, from co-location needs to be replaced, supplemented somehow. And I think hashtag not me is a critical piece of the puzzle in terms of how you keep your employee population engaged and connected in a in a in a in a non co-located working remotely world. Ariel, the um, you articulated and or talked about not simply coronavirus, not simply hashtag not me, but really all of the social issues facing companies now. And it strikes me in listening to both of you all that. That may be a permanent part of our landscape, that employees feel empowered, uh, they feel impacted personally, and they want some change. And it strikes me that um, 
one of the outcomes of the coronavirus health crisis may be these other social issues really coming to the fore from the employment perspective. And you have a background in employment law, but sitting kind of with that background and where you are today, uh, seeing companies have to respond to that, would, would that be a fair assessment or do you see things going a little bit different direction? No, I think you are absolutely right. I think, um, you know, we are going through a very challenging times and everybody uh, understand that. Companies' leadership do understand that as well. Um, and they understand that not only their employees, but also their customers are demanding change. Everybody wants change. And everybody's trying to, to make society uh, more equal, um, make sure that people have equal opportunities, uh, making sure everybody is safe in the workplace. So all the statements that are being put out there by companies are very good but employees are demanding concrete measures. They want to see action. So lip service no longer works. And, you know, the way companies can take action is by giving a tool that is made for the employees, that belong to the employees. Not me, hashtag not me is the platform for the employees. It's where employees do speak up. And it works really well because our clients are very happy with it and employees are very happy with it, which is very um, interesting, you know, if you compare it to a hotline where it's very rarely used, um, with not me, when you give the right tool to your employees, they will speak to you and you'll be able to listen to, to them. So I think, you know, social issues are here to stay. You asked us earlier where we thought we would be in a year. I am not a scientist. I have zero expertise in virology, in viruses. But I think, you know, we're going to stay home for the next 6 to 12 months, probably, until there is a safe vaccine out there. But also, I believe fundamentally that working from home is not the future. I think we will see a modified workplace where people will have more flexibility to work from home and go to the office. But ultimately, we are going to be going back to work because I'm missing seeing people. And I'm not the only one like that. Everybody misses this human connection. We are getting at work. Uh, I'm missing my colleagues. I would love to take Andy out for dinner next time I'm in the Bay Area. And I cannot do that right now. But at some point in time, things will change and we will be able to do that again. You know, well, 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 well we, lost, we lost the very last bit of what you were saying, Ariel. But, but let me just say, um, look, I... My boss at Google, Ken Walker, who's a fantastically smart guy, incredibly talented, uh, used to, to, to kill me over the magic that, that comes from co-location. And I, I, I would, I would be resistant because, you know, you know, co-location and requiring people to live in, in the Bay Area is expensive and it, it affects your employment pool and, and lots of other things. Um, now having spent, you know, six, seven months at home, Ken was right. There is a magic in co-location. It's hard to really articulate in a clear way. He was right. Uh, and so, yeah, I, you know, I think it will be different, but I do think we, there will be some way that we recreate the, the magic that you get from people being connected in the fundamental way that they are connected when they are sitting in the same workplace. Andy, let me pick up on a point you raised a little bit earlier and ask you, maybe looking into the future, you talked about, the compliance function needing not only more information, but actually to be more agile, to be more facile, to be able to to move and use that information 
in what I would call continuous monitoring or continuous improvement. Do you think that is now going to be a, a part of the compliance scene going forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that uh, all the way from big data, big data analytics to artificial intelligence, it's going to be about the ability and the ability to take data, take information and quickly turn it into uh, something that is usable in terms of improving your program. I think the, big, the, 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 the fundamental dynamic that it's going to change around hashtag not me is the empowerment of the employee, the the reporter, in this, in this specific context, hashtag not me. Um, Ariel mentioned mentioned something earlier earlier that uh, it's important for organizations to not give lip service to this area of compliance. I think for too long, the decision maker, the driving perception of whether an organization is giving lip service, whether an organization is doing a good job, is the organ has been the organization. I think the the new day is. The reporter, the employee, has a much, much bigger say in whether what the organization is doing is effective. Uh, and that perception, I think, is going to drive big changes in the way compliance is done. Gentlemen, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode. But, Ariel, I wanted to ask you, where could listeners go if they wanted more information on hashtag not me? They could visit our website at not-me.com. They could shoot me an email at Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, at not-me.com. And they can find me on LinkedIn as well, uh, Ariel Weindling, W-E-I-N-D-L-I-N-G. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, love to talk about this stuff, so just reach out and and, and, and happy to talk with you. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm on email, Andrew J J A Y Hinton at gmail.com. Happy to, to tell you more about the product and talk more generally about compliance. Gentlemen, as we uh, unfortunately move into uh, the next year of the coronavirus health crisis, I probably am going to ask if I can come back and, and visit with you on whatever point we're in in the spring, summer, or fall of 2021. So I look forward to continuing the conversation. It would be my absolute pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This is the only B2B podcast which brings clear and sane information for both the compliance professional and the business executive. If I could ask you uh, to do one thing, if you could tell one person about this podcast, I'm trying to get the word out uh, about this motion podcast in the compliance podcast network so if you could tell one person about it send them a copy send them a link do something uh, to help me publicize this podcast i would greatly appreciate it compliance and coronavirus is a production of the compliance podcast network and it appears tuesday wednesday and thursday of each week thanks again for listening and i hope you'll join me again for another episode This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.